Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Appreciate you having us in your ears or however you're listening to us today. This is Bryce Sutton, managing partner of Summit Global Investments. I'm here today with Dave Harden. Dave is the CEO and CIO and founder of Summit Global Investments. And over the last couple of weeks, as everyone knows, we've had a lot of turmoil in the equity markets across the world. And we wanted to spend a few minutes today and just talking about some of the issues that we're not only facing and hearing about, but how we're handling those internally as a firm at Summit Global Investments. And so one of the first things I wanted to do with Dave today is just ask him some questions about what he's seen in the stock markets and what we should be doing as investors here moving forward. So to start off with Dave, um, one of the questions I have for you is we've seen a lot of volatility, obviously some really unprecedented up days and down days. What is ultimately driving that volume every day? That's a good question, Bryce. Glad to be on, glad to talk about these things, and hopefully can give everybody some information that they need to make good decisions. Ultimately, what's driving the volatility in the markets is uncertainty. People do not know what to expect right now, specifically with the coronavirus, the COVID-19. That is the big driver, and how it's affecting each and every company out there is slightly different, but that uncertainty is causing, causing the volatility in the market. I appreciate that answer, Dave. Thank you. It does seem that it's scaring a lot of people in their reaction to how they're behaving. So what would be perhaps some advice or some good bullet points for people to really pay attention to when it comes to what they're currently doing with their investments? I think there's a couple points here that could be made. One is a lot of times we've talked about what hypothetically clients can expect. Are they going to sell at 10% or 20% or 30% and how comfortable would they, be, would they be at these different levels? This is across the street, but many of these clients that you have might not have experienced 2008 or it may be enough in the rearview mind they don't quite remember. So these are all new feelings. So I think checking in with clients and making sure they're still okay and how they're doing is a fantastic thing to do. Um, on top of that, we also have to understand that at any one day or any one week isn't an indication necessarily of how you'll do through the whole crisis. We're not through the whole crisis yet. I remember just a few days back, um, we were about at 54% of the downside capture, and suddenly you're above 80% of the downside capture. Throughout these big down markets, you'll find that sometimes very high quality, very high profit companies will get sold off, and other times they get bid up. And so there are some people that jump into these, if you will, volatile markets and start trading them, and it exaggerates or makes it even worse because uh, during the interim, they get more, even more volatile. So maybe one day your stocks didn't do well or your investments didn't do well. That doesn't necessarily mean that they won't do well through the whole time frame. So taking, it kind of sounds funny, a longer term approach, maybe three, four, five, even eight weeks <laughs> can be better than one day or one week. Another thing that is in the news a lot right now that it's hard to avoid is the fact that the U.S. government is seeming to try to put together rescue plans and emergency funding for different parts of not only the economy, but also for different government groups. 
And I know this weekend right now, today's Saturday, uh, March 21st, and I know that Congress is in the middle of trying to put together a new package. What potentially are these packages going to do to help the economy here in the U.S.? I think the idea is twofold. One is to help businesses to have money in their pocket so they can keep people employed. Two is to send money directly to individuals so that they can spend money. The caution on both is the downside. So sometimes when we send businesses money, think 2008, they don't necessarily spend it on their employees. So this time Congress is looking at making some other provisions in the uh, packages that do have a little bit more handcuffs and holding to uh, put a little bit more pressure on those businesses to not just put it in their pocket, but it put it in the employees' pockets. And the other thing we learned from 2008 is when you give checks to individuals, sometimes they don't spend it, right? They save it. So even though there's this big stimulus package, it doesn't necessarily mean that all of a sudden we're going to have a big uptick in the markets, but it does help. When they announced the package and they started working on the packages, you can see the stock market reacted to that. Uh, definitely people out there in the, stock, in the world today would love to see a check in their hands. So it, it will do more help than bad for the present time, for sure. Another question in conversations that I've been having with investors is this fear that they have around not only the U.S. economy continuing to do worse in such a drastic short time frame as we've seen. Um, and so the question that kind of keeps coming up is what will be the effect on the global economy with essentially all these major economies around the world shutting down right now? Well, I think that, you know, in this case, the, the R word is already out there, which is recession. And a global recession, if we're not already in one, I'd be surprised. So it is definitely on the books. Think of all the supply chain disruption. Think of all the employment disruption. Um, automakers in Italy, for example, um, spending throughout Italy, spending throughout all of Europe, um, spending coming from anywhere right now is less. And without that spending, without that consumer, uh, recession is happening and unemployment is spiking already. And so the global recession is here. It's in front of us and probably will last one or two quarters. It's a lot harder to start an economy and get it going than it is to stop. And so when a black swan like this happens, meaning an unanticipated event happens, then it is very uh, hard for the, it's easy, it kind of stopped really quickly the economy, but it's hard for it to get going again. The word that people are a little bit more hesitant to use is depression. But the reality is, is a lot of the volatility we've seen blew right past 2008. And in some respects, the spending is a lot worse, meaning a lot less than in 2008 and the supply chain disruptions. So that whether or not this virus is actually going to affect every single person, that's clearly it's not going to necessarily affect everybody. But economically, it is clearly a very big impact. So it's having a bigger economic impact than it even is having a health impact. One other question that continues to come up in conversations that I'm having with investors is this I won't call it a panic, but I will call it um, a level of stress as to what to do next. 
meaning what should they be doing with their current investments right now? So maybe if you could just talk to what your advice would be to that person who has a plan in place yet is questioning that plan now. Sure. And and it, it it's completely normal to question your plan, especially when the market, you know, comes at you so fast and so furious. Um, everybody has a plan until you get hit in the face, right? The old saying from Mike Tyson. And that's the case here. Um, the plan needs to be reviewed. You need to make sure that you're still on target. But here's some things that you can do specifically right now with the IRS extending the deadline for April 15th to July 15th. It gives us a great chance to put together some money and invest in the market. So if you haven't made your 2019 contribution to your IRA, for example, or your SEP IRA, now is a fantastic time to get that cash ready. Also, you can now make your 2020 contribution to your IRA or your SEP IRA. And so you can get that money ready so that it's cashed ready and to put into the market. So from a market perspective, things are much cheaper and much more uh, attractive from a valuation perspective. For example, probably everybody that's listened to this has heard of, went to, or ate and at Wendy's. Well, Wendy's was down 66 some odd percent. And the other day on Thursday, it rallied over 42%. So there's opportunities out there in this market. And I'm not saying go buy Wendy's. But what I am saying is that getting the cash ready and preparing yourself if you have the time. The other thing is, let's say that you were maybe only saving for tax season or you only had two months and you were risking it in the market. This is a clearly a lesson to be learned for all of us to remember that the market can make a fool out of anybody short term. And so if you're in a very short time frame, um, it, you really have to second guess why maybe so much equity exposure. So reducing your equity exposure may be something that's important or reducing your risk tolerance may be something that's important in that situation. It doesn't necessarily mean get out. It means change your risk and then get a more appropriate portfolio that meets or fits that risk level. Thanks for those answers, Dave. Those are really appreciated and hopefully it'll give people a little more information on what we're doing here you know, during these markets. And again, appreciate your time. Again, it's only Saturday, March 21st. And as we know, there's a lot more that's going to be happening here in the next few weeks. So appreciate your time. And if there's any kind of closing thoughts you have, Dave. Yeah, I think that, I mean, you're welcome, Bryce. And I think the big thing here is that we're trying to get more information out. So on a regular basis, maybe that's daily, maybe that's three times a day. We'll try to get some more podcasts out to talk about certain subjects, talk about what's working and what's not working in the markets, not to make everybody uh, short-term traders. That's not the idea, but to give you the information you need to make good decisions. I think that's the bottom line. 